0: God, I know it's only a Tuesday night, uh, but I feel some strength in this building. I know it's only Tuesday night, uh, but I feel some victory in this house. I know it's only Tuesday night, uh, but I wonder if there's any Davids in the building uh, that would hold up the head of the giant uh, that God's already brought and put him under your hey. <laughs> It's only Tuesday, but I wish somebody would go ahead and just boast in the Lord for a moment. I wish somebody would just declare his greatness for a moment here tonight. The Lord is good. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Well, Come on, put your hands together one more time and give him a shout of praise. My God, there's a lot of Holy Ghost in this house tonight, somebody. We're liable to mess around and have church in this place tonight. You excited to be in the house of the Lord? My God, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands and give God a praise. Amen. You can find your seat just remain on your feet if you would we're gonna we're gonna hasten to the word of the Lord I know y'all some of y'all already got comfortable but just just remain on your feet as we prepare to go to the word of the Lord tonight amen to, to, y'all gotta help me make the announcement somebody people didn't hear me just turn to your neighbor said rest on your feet tonight rest on your feet for just just a moment in just a moment I'm gonna let you be seated and then guess what I'm gonna keep on standing so it's, it's going to be all right. Just tell them, tell them, tell them barking dogs to, to hold on a moment. I'm telling you, there's a whole lot of Holy Ghost in this place. And uh, I am so grateful for what I feel tonight. And uh, I think I'm just going to end up preaching sermon number three. <laughs> Man, Brother Sloss came up here and had a word for this house. And, Then Brother Leo got up here. I thought thought the service was going to take off right from there. The ushers were standing up here trying to keep still. They kept kept wanting to run the aisles while Brother Leo was exhorting. I mean, my God, have mercy. I'm so grateful for everything God is doing. We serve a miracle-working God. Amen? I said we serve a miracle-working God. And uh, what an exciting week we have already been having. Sunday, God just did what only he could do in this place. Yesterday, I got a text message, and they baptized another young lady yesterday in Jesus' name for the remission of her sins. Came out of the water speaking in tongues as God filled her with the Holy Ghost. And then uh, I think they have already... Had a couple of people in Port-au-Prince over the past couple of days that have received the Holy Ghost. God's just in the miracle working business. Amen. It's so good to see each and every one of you in the house of the Lord tonight. Good to see Brother Leon home from Puerto Rico. But I'm about to send him back because he forgot to bring back Sister Angie and those babies. I'm just kidding. She is enjoying some much-needed time with her family. And uh, I'm just so grateful for what the Lord is doing. How many of you all have been enjoying this deep dive into Matthew chapter number 5? I have I have been blessed just spending time uh, preparing to bring to you what God has already talked to me about and given to me. And I want to continue tonight in the book of Matthew, chapter number five, with our series, The Blessed Life. Amen. The Blessed Life. And if you're here for the first time on a Tuesday night, or maybe you haven't been here on a Tuesday night in a little while, or maybe you're online with us tonight for the first time, I encourage you to go back on YouTube or SoundCloud or one of the podcasts and get up to speed with what the Lord is doing in this place. Amen. Matthew chapter number five, I want to read verse number eight. It says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see. God would you put your Bibles down and one more time ask the Lord to speak to your heart in this house tonight Lord we thank you for your word we thank you for the privilege of being in your house you said that men shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth out of your mouth Lord give us ears to hear tonight what thus saith the Lord Lord, let your word penetrate, not just through our ears to hear it, but let it be hidden in the inner depths of our heart tonight because we don't want to just be hearers of your word. We want to be doers of your word. Let your word illuminate us tonight, God. We thank you. We give you praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody said in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands one more time and give the Lord a praise. Amen. You may be seated tonight. Blessed are the pure in heart. The word heart here comes from the Greek word cardi cardiae. From where we get several of our English words cardiac, cardio, one of my favorite words. And the heart, of course, we know is the center of the circulation of blood in our bodies. And it is interesting because throughout the scriptures, God uses. Uh, I don't know if the anthropomorphic expression would be the best way to describe it, but he uses the analogy of the human heart to describe to us not just an organ that pumps blood through our bodies, but the same way that the heart is at the center of the human body and from it flows blood to the entire body. body and different systems the heart is also considered the center of human emotions it is the seat and the center of spiritual life now there are some places in scripture where poetically they have written concerning the seat of emotions and you can read about bowels of mercy And uh, I thank God we've found some new ways to describe some things. But the heart is the center of the human soul, the human spirit, the intangible, the unseen. Your heart, your spiritual heart, is in fact more real than your physical heart. It is at the center of everything in your life. Book of Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 through 27, the writer said it like this. He said, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. When you read that in many transliterations or even when you uh, study it etymologically, you will find that the Bible says to guard your heart with all diligence for out of it flow the issues of life or from out of it uh, spring forth the issues of life. God wants us to understand that it is from the center of the heart that all of life is nourished. It is from the center of your heart that all the rest of your life is manifested from. You can trace back uh, Virtually every aspect uh, of your life uh, to uh, the heart. The center of human existence. The existentiality uh, of who you are. You're not just uh, blonde hair and blue eyes uh, and five foot ten and none of your business pounds. You are not. Six foot one uh, with curly hair, brown eyes, uh, and, and and that that is not who uh, you are. That is what you look like. That is uh, your human body. But who uh, you are uh, speaks to your heart. Uh, who you are, how you think, how you rationalize, the, the constitution uh, of your moral structure uh, and the fabric uh, of your spiritual condition uh, cannot be be measured uh, with a cardiogram uh, or with a measuring tape uh, on your physical stature. Uh, It is the heart uh, of man, the spiritual uh, center of man uh, that truly defines uh, who we are. And it is interesting because if you continue to read here in the book of Proverbs He said, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it flow or spring the issues of life. And then he goes on to say, put away from thee a froward mouth. Somebody say mouth. And perverse lips. Somebody say lips. Put far from thee. And let thine eyes. Somebody say eyes. Look right on and let thine eyelids, somebody say eyelids, look straight before thee and ponder the path of thy feet, somebody say thy feet, and let all thy ways, somebody shout ways, be established. Then he said turn, somebody shout turn, not to the right, shout right, and nor to the left. Somebody say the left. Uh. And remove thy foot uh, from evil. It is interesting because uh, right after telling us to guard uh, our heart uh, because from the heart uh, flow the issues of life, uh, the writer indicates to us uh, that our mouth uh, and our eyes uh, and our feet uh, and the direction that we take uh, are all tied uh, to the human heart. heart, uh, how you perceive things uh, is tied uh, to the condition uh, of your heart. Uh, How you look at things, your uh, perspective, uh, your feet, uh, your actions, uh, what you do uh, is affected by uh, and ultimately responsible uh, because of uh, the heart. Uh, It says not to turn to the right or the left, Uh, the direction uh, that your life is headed uh, ultimately is a derivative uh, of what is taking place uh, inside uh, of your heart. Uh, in other words, uh, everything in your uh, life uh, is a result uh, of the sum total uh, of your heart's uh, condition. Everything. Matthew 15, 11, Jesus said, what comes out of a man's mouth defiles him. Matthew 12 and 34 said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks your word. Words are simply a manifestation of the heart. I don't have to be God and know your heart. All I have to do is listen to you long enough because your speech will eventually communicate uh, what is inside of your heart. And if you keep reading that verse of scripture, uh, he says a good man um, out of the good uh, treasure uh, of his heart uh, bringeth forth good uh, things. Uh, The good man out of the treasure of his heart. A treasure is usually something uh, that is hidden, uh, something that is buried, uh, something that is not visible. Uh, You don't have access to the treasure. Uh, the, The owner of the treasure has to go Uh, and bring forth uh, from that treasure uh, and bring it to you. Uh, That heart uh, is what produces. And then he says, an evil man uh, from an evil treasure uh, uh, or an evil treasure of the heart bringeth forth uh, evil things. Uh, It is from the heart uh, that everything you are uh, and your identity flows. Everything in your life is influenced by what flows from the heart there's a reason god uses that organ that that circulates that pumps and recirculates blood through the entire body. The entire body is depending on the heart. Uh, The the heart ultimately delivers uh, the nutrients uh, and the oxygen uh, and all of the proteins and the different things that your body needs to survive. Uh, It it is circulated through uh, the heart to the rest uh, of the body. Uh, And when you begin to look at it through a spiritual perspective, uh, everything about your life uh, is affected uh, by the condition of your heart. So much so uh, that the writer of Proverbs 23 and 7 said uh, that as a man um, thinketh um, in his uh, heart, uh, so is he in that place where your thoughts are processed, in that place where your emotions are dealt with, in that place where you contemplate life, in that place where ultimately decisions are settled. It is from that place uh, that the identity of who you are uh, as a man thinketh uh, so uh, is uh, he. uh, Your identity uh, is derived uh, from what happens uh, on the inside uh, of your uh, heart. Uh, You cannot separate who you are uh, from what is in your uh, heart. Uh, You you, you can for a little while uh, you might be able to put up a facade uh, but ultimately Uh, What is inside of the heart uh, is who you are. uh, It is who you become. uh, Because out of the heart uh, flow all of the issues uh, of life. And the dichotomy here is that with the fall of man in the garden, there came a heart condition. That would be endemic in humanity. The deception of the garden created a spiritually genetic condition in the heart that would be characteristic of all mankind. There was a heart problem that. that that was caused in the beginning in the original sin of mankind uh, that produced a condition uh, to where even David said uh, in sin uh, did my mother conceive me Uh, I was born in sin uh, and shapen uh, in uh, iniquity Uh, there was iniquity in the heart uh, of mankind uh, from his very inception Uh, and Jeremiah 17 and 9, um, the writer said it like this, uh, the heart uh, is deceitful uh, above all uh, things, um, and Desperately uh, wicked uh, and who uh, can um, know it. Do you see the dichotomy here? Uh, because Jesus said uh, that blessed uh, are the pure uh, in heart. Uh, but Jeremiah declares to us uh, that the man's heart uh, is exceeding and desperately wicked uh, above all things uh, and who uh, can know it. Uh, we have a problem here. Uh, we have an issue here uh, that is common to every uh, man and woman uh, that is born into this world uh, that I have an issue, uh, I have a mandate from God uh, that my heart should be pure, uh, but I'm born into a condition uh, that my heart uh, is exceeding uh, and desperately wicked. Uh, and who uh, can know it? I know I can't get an amen in the building uh, because you want to tell everybody, God knows uh, my heart. The Lord knows that ought to scare you uh, because the fact of the matter is uh, your heart is wicked. uh, Your heart is deceitful. uh, Your heart has problems. I just need about 10 honest people in the building here. uh, Left to its own devices, uh, your heart wants to do the wrong thing. uh, Left to its own will, uh, your heart will lie to you. uh, Left to its own, uh, unchecked, untethered, unsubmitted, uh, your heart will send you straight up to a devil's hell. And there is only one remedy to the condition of the human heart. Brother Donnelly, there's only one remedy to this endemic problem that humanity has. And it is found in the prophecy of Ezekiel concerning the kingdom of Christ, Ezekiel chapter thirty-six and verse number twenty-three says, "And I will sanctify my great name, which was profaned among the heathen, which he have profaned in the midst of them, and the heathen shall know that I am the Lord," saith the Lord God, when I. I shall be sanctified in you before their eyes. For I will take you from among the heathen and gather you out of all countries and bring you into your own land. Then, listen, then will I sprinkle clean water upon you and ye shall be clean from all of your filthiness and from all of your Idols, I will cleanse you, and a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart from out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit with. In you uh, and cause you uh, to walk in my statutes, uh, and ye shall keep my judgments uh, and do them. Uh, this uh, is the initial work uh, of the purification uh, of the heart. Uh, if you're going to be pure uh, in heart, uh, it begins with the initial uh, experience uh, of being baptized uh, in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins uh, and being filled uh, with the Holy uh, Ghost, uh, you cannot rehabilitate uh, the human heart. uh, You have to regenerate it. Uh, God's not interested uh, in making a better you. Uh, He's interested in making uh, a new you. Uh, Oh, God's kingdom uh, is not a kingdom uh, of rehabilitation. Uh, It's a kingdom uh, of regeneration. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. God said, I'll purify the human heart with blood and with water. You can read it in the New Testament, Titus chapter 3, verse number 3 said, for we ourselves also uh, were sometimes, listen to this, Uh, this is the condition of the human heart. Uh, We ourselves were sometimes uh, foolish. I can't buy an amen in the building. Sometimes uh, disobedient. Sometimes uh, deceived. Sometimes serving uh, divers lusts and pleasures. Sometimes uh, living in malice. Uh, Sometimes dealing uh, with envy. Ah, yeah, it got quiet in here. Uh, Sometimes uh, I was even hateful. Come on, I need some honest people in the building. Uh, Sometimes uh, I even had to deal with hating uh, one uh, another. Uh, But after that, the kindness uh, and the love of God, our Savior, uh, toward men appeared, uh, not by works of righteousness, uh, which we have done, um, but according uh, to his mercy. uh, He saved us how? Uh, By uh, the washing uh, of regeneration. uh, And the renewing of the Holy Ghost. There's one way that regeneration takes place. There's one way that washing takes place. There's one way that the purification process of the heart takes place. And that is by the renewing of the Holy Ghost. Can I preach to you for a minute? Uh, You'll notice it said the renewing uh, of the Holy Ghost. Uh, That tells me that it's not a one time uh, experience. Uh, God did not intend for you uh, to come up out of the water uh, speaking in tongues uh, and then never pray through again uh, and never pray uh, in the Holy Ghost uh, again. Uh, If you're going to walk uh, in a renewed mind, uh, if you're going to walk with a pure heart, uh, it requires uh, a process uh, of renewing. Uh, There's got to be a daily routine uh, where the human heart uh, is brought under the auspices uh, of the power uh, of the Holy Ghost. Uh, There has to be a daily process uh, by which the human heart uh, is laid at an altar uh, and malice uh, and envy uh, and hatred uh, and strife uh, and various and all of these things are surrendered to the presence of God. That is the initial process of purification of God taking that Adamic heart and saying, "I'm going to give you the nature of Christ." 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 through 11 says, Know ye not uh, that the unrighteous uh, shall not uh, inherit the kingdom uh, of God? Listen, be uh, not uh, Deceived. That right there tells me uh, that there are going to be a lot of people uh, who are going to be deceived uh, concerning uh, what he is about to say. Uh, he is explaining to us uh, that not everybody is going uh, to make it uh, to heaven. Uh, don't you be deceived. Uh, he says uh, that neither, come on somebody, uh, neither fornicators... Uh, fornicators uh, are not going to make it uh, into the kingdom uh, of God. I'm sorry. uh, I'm sorry. I'm not the candy man. uh, I didn't come to tickle your ears tonight. uh, I came to declare a truth. uh, If you're fornicating, uh, it's time for you to repent. Uh, If you're fornicating, uh, I'm sorry. uh, I know you wear, have a bumper sticker uh, that says you love him. Uh, I know, uh, I know, I know what your Instagram page says. uh, But if you're fornicating, You cannot enter into the kingdom of God. If you want to make it to heaven, there's got to be a purification of your heart that repents. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And I love the next verse. Church, uh, and such uh, were uh, some of you. I need the real church to get on your feet tonight. Uh, and such uh, were uh, some uh, of you, uh, but uh, ye uh, are uh, washed uh, You're washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. I've been washed by the blood. My heart has been purified. I've been to Calvary's flow. I've stood at the foot of the cross. I just need some ex-drunk people to give God a praise. I just need some ex-fornicators to give God a praise. I just need some ex-idolaters and adulterers to give your God a praise Because such were some of us, such were some of us, we have been washed. Somebody say washed. We have been washed. Listen, something happens when you're baptized in Jesus' name. filled with the Holy Ghost God begins to change your nature I said God begins to change your nature And if you surrender to him, he'll begin to wash those old chains of bondage that make you want to keep picking up the cigarettes. God will break the chains until pretty soon. I ain't got to do that no more. Let me just set the record straight. I didn't give up anything to live for God. I know it's popular uh, for for, uh, non-mature Christians uh, to have a list of things uh, that they gave up uh, in order to live for God. Uh, But can I tell you, uh, there comes a point in time uh, where you realize, uh, I didn't give up anything uh, to live for God. Uh, I didn't give up cigarettes. Uh, God delivered me from them. Um, The the good news is I don't have to smoke them uh, anymore. Uh, I didn't have to give up sin. Uh, God delivered me uh, from the sin. Uh, I didn't have to give up the club. Uh, God took the desire uh, out of my heart uh, for the sin of the world. Uh, I didn't have to give up adultery. Uh, God brought it out. Uh, I didn't give up anything uh, to live for God. Uh, I was delivered. From everything. I've been washed by the blood of Jesus. Come on, somebody. Come on, I'm preaching. I'm trying to get somewhere. But I feel the Holy Ghost pressing me. There's some of us, we need to stay on the operating table. If we're struggling with things in the world, you got to get back on an altar and say, God, work on this heart. God, work on this heart. Purify me. Wash me. Cleanse me, God. Oh, Come on, somebody. I feel the Holy Ghost uh, working in this house. Come on. The Holy Ghost uh, will take the desire for worldliness uh, out of your spirit. uh, The Holy Ghost uh, will put a love in your heart uh, for holiness. Uh, The Holy Ghost uh, will put a love in your heart uh, for separation uh, from the world. Uh, I don't have to do any of those things. Uh, It's my passion. Uh, It's my devotion to God. I I want to keep on going, but I feel the Holy Ghost stopping me here for a moment. Somewhere your altar has to change. Because when we first come to God, so many times we don't have a revelation or a relationship. But we sense the love of God. And the Bible said it is the goodness of the Lord that leadeth men to repentance. And so, Brother Donnelly, there's a lot of things. When I first started living for God, uh, I didn't understand them all the way. Uh, I didn't know how to how to defend it in Scripture. I didn't, I didn't really, but I just knew uh, that, that I loved Jesus. Uh, but, but, uh, and that's okay for a little while. Uh, but somewhere your altar uh, has to change. Uh, you'll remember David, uh, when, when the Lord uh, judged him for numbering the people. Uh, and God brought a plague to the nation. Uh, and thousands of people started dying. Uh, the Bible said that he went to Arana the high priest uh, and he said I'm going to build um, an altar Uh, and Arana said oh king uh, I've got everything you need Uh, listen to me Uh, I've got all of the supplies Uh, take whatever you need take the wood uh, take the stones uh, take the sacrifice Uh, whatever you need uh, just take them and build the altar uh, that you want to build Uh, and David said no uh, I will not take it uh, unless I buy it of." at a price. He said, I will not offer unto God of that which cost me nothing. Oh, somewhere in your walk with God, there's a shift that starts to happen and you realize I'm not trying to build a free altar. I'm not trying to bring God something that somebody else gave me. I'm not trying to bring to God uh, something that my mama gave me uh, or my daddy gave me uh, or even my pastor gave me. uh, Somewhere uh, you've got to pay the price. uh, Somewhere uh, you've got to make the exchange uh, of value uh, and understand uh, I want to give God something uh, that I paid for uh, myself. Uh, I want to give God something uh, that I've got blood, sweat, uh, and tears uh, Into somewhere, your walk with God has to change from I have to to I get to. somewhere your perspective, you know what changes? Uh, The heart changes. Uh, And when the heart changes, uh, (laughs) your perception changes. Uh, When your heart changes, uh, the way that you look at it uh, begins to change. Uh, I wonder if I have any witnesses in the building. Um, The things I used to think uh, were so cool, uh, I look at them now and understand. uh, My God, uh, I was deceived. Uh, The things I used to look at uh, as being so attractive, uh, I think back now God. Thank you for waking me up. Thank you for opening my eyes. Thank you for purifying my heart. Thank you for not letting me believe a lie. Thank you for not letting me be deceived by my own heart. There's something supernatural It begins to happen. That cleansing of the heart. Colossians chapter two, verse eleven through twelve says, "In whom also ye are circumcised." Now listen. You've got to understand the Hebrew culture. You understand the Abrahamic covenant that God said, I'm going to indicate all of my people by all of the males being circumcised. There's going to be a cutting away of the flesh. And we can get into it tonight because it was connected to the reproductive capabilities. Because whatever you are is what you will reproduce. And if you're fleshly, you'll reproduce fleshly things. But it was an indicator of them having a covenant with God. But in the New Testament, uh, the book of Galatians says uh, that if we are of Christ, uh, then we are Abraham's seed. Uh, But we no longer live uh, under a covenant of circumcision uh, that's made with hands. Uh, This scripture says uh, that in whom also ye are circumcised uh, with the circumcision uh, made uh, without hands uh, in putting off uh, the body uh, of the sins uh, of the flesh. By the circumcision uh, of Christ, Uh, God said, when you come into my kingdom, uh, I'm going to cut away uh, the flesh uh, of the world. Uh, I'm going to cut away from you uh, the fleshly things of the world. Uh, It's not going to be a physical uh, transaction, uh, but it's going to be a supernatural uh, transaction. Uh, And the very next verse says, uh, buried with him uh, in baptism. When does the circumcision happen? When you're baptized in his name. It is the same thing as the Abrahamic covenant. You become a child of God. There's a removal of the flesh from the heart. And so my introduction the heart is at the center of all of the cycles and the processes of life and out of it flow and spring forth the issues of life turn to your neighbor and tell him I've got issues turn to the other neighbor the one that ain't lying because they're being quiet tell him I've got issues if you live life long enough you're gonna have some issues friend of mine that went to Jamaica, <laughs> yeah, man. he got in the taxi cab and they were driving through a rough part of town. He asked the taxi cab driver, he said, man, do you guys have a lot of problems here in this area? He said, hey, in Jamaica, man, we have no problems, only situations.'" Issues. I don't care if you got the Holy Ghost. You're going to have issues. (laughs) Oh, it don't take living for God very long, brother Daniel, to realize I've got the Holy Ghost. I've been baptized, but I'm still fighting a real devil, and I'm still living in this carnal body, and I'm still dealing with my carnal mind, and the rain falls on the just and the unjust. If you live life, you're going to have issues. And there is a reason Why the writer of Proverbs chapter 4 said, to guard your heart. To guard something means that you're protecting it. That means that there is a threat of danger to it. You don't guard anything unless it is valuable and susceptible to an enemy. Guard your heart. Because it is at the center of your entire life. Your heart is who you are. To guard it means that not everything can gain access to it. Guard your heart. And don't just guard your heart, listen, but do it with all diligence. That means don't fall asleep on the job. That means don't get distracted while you're on the job. Your heart is so important that you need, you need to guard it and do it diligently. Don't turn your back uh, for a minute uh, because it's in those moments uh, that your heart uh, will be unguarded. Don't don't get distracted uh, with this or with that uh, and leave your heart uh, without a guard. Guard uh, your heart uh, with all diligence. Careful and persistent work and effort got to guard my heart because it's at my heart that is the center of life follow me my heart just like my physical heart but my heart is processing and pumping and cycling all of my life experiences the good and the bad. My heart. My heart is the seat of my emotions, my thoughts, and how I process things in my heart affects who I am. And along the way, All of your life's moments and experiences will leave remnants and residue inside of the heart, the same way that your heart. Can get built up and plaque and become cause heart conditions. All of life's experiences as your heart is at the center of them and you experience things like disappointment. And you experience things uh, like betrayal. uh, And you experience things uh, like failure. uh, And you experience things uh, like being lied to. uh, And you experience things uh, like losing people. uh, And you experience uh, all of these things uh, begin to leave uh, a residue uh, and a remnant uh, inside of your heart uh, that has uh, to be uh, managed. Uh, And while We do everything we can uh, to guard our heart uh, and we do everything we can uh, to block things uh, that would be painful uh, or detrimental uh, to our heart. Uh, What about those things uh, that somehow uh, manage uh, to find their way uh, into the bloodstream uh, of our thoughts uh, and somehow, uh, despite our prayer meetings, uh, find their way uh, into our emotions uh, and somehow, uh, despite speaking in tongues uh, and giving God the praise, uh, there are some things uh, that will find their way uh, into the center of your heart. Traces of bitterness. Traces and residue of anger. Traces and residue of bitterness that begin to build up inside of the heart and if you're not careful when left unattended when the heart becomes neglected it can begin to cause problems it can begin to demonstrate symptoms in your walk with God. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. There are some symptoms uh, that that will begin to show up uh, in the life uh, of a believer. And and all of a sudden, I I don't have time to preach them all, but let me just run through a few things. Uh, All of a sudden, uh, they'll they'll start missing church services. And, And at first, it's one here, there, uh, and then it becomes more uh, and more consistent. Uh, and I'm going to preach uh, here in just a moment. Uh, and and, uh, and when, you, when you start to try to figure what's going on, what's ha- there's always a good reason. There's always a good uh, excuse uh, that begins to happen. Uh, but all of a sudden, there's a pattern uh, that begins to develop. Uh, after a while, uh, I don't care what excuse they give you, uh, it's a symptom, uh, and you can't treat the symptom. You have to find out uh, the heart uh, of the matter. Oh, it's going to get tight in here. Uh, you, you can't just deal uh, with the symptoms. Uh, there's a heart condition uh, th- that's going on. Uh, I- I've watched as people uh, they start going one service, uh, two services. Uh, they they kind of uh, lose their zeal in worship. They're normally uh, at the altar with their hands lifted. There, They're normally running the aisles. There, They normally got a shout. Uh, but, but all of a the sudden, they're just kind of sitting in their pew. And, and I get it. We all have a day uh, that we've got a migraine or something happens. Uh, but all of a the sudden, uh, there are patterns uh, that begin to develop. Uh, and it's a sure sign. Uh, there is a symptom uh, the same way your body uh, will start to display symptoms uh, when you have a heart uh, condition all of a sudden uh, your feet will start swelling uh, and you can you can treat uh, the symptoms and you can soak your feet uh, in epsom salt and you can uh, you can do all of the, the methods, uh, but somewhere uh, you better get to the heart uh, of the symptom uh, and figure out uh, what 's really uh, going on uh, inside uh, of the heart. Uh, There's a heart condition. Somebody who all of a sudden can't get along with people. And they're they're constantly going from one struggle to the next. The symptom says, well, they did this and they did that. And this is what happened here. But ultimately, there is a heart issue uh, that's going on inside. Oh, it's real quiet in here tonight. Uh, there's a heart condition uh, that is happening uh, in the life uh, of that believer. Uh, what, what happened, ma'am? Uh, well, what's going on with your prayer life? Uh, what's going on with your faithfulness? Uh, what's going on with uh, your situation? Uh, I don't want to hear. Uh, God doesn't want to hear uh, your excuses. Uh, God doesn't want to hear. Uh, all of your reasoning, uh, God uh, is going to look uh, at the heart uh, of man. Uh, There is uh, a heart condition. Symptoms, you can ignore them all you want to, but if you don't take care of what's happening in the heart, It'll turn into sin that will destroy your soul. And just like our body has a process of purification, there is a process by which our hearts are purified. There is a process by which we come, we stand before God's presence, and God washes us, and God cleanses us, and God may I'm talking to somebody, ma'am, sir, please listen to your pastor tonight. Ma'am, sir, please don't be distracted right now. Because today, as I was in my, my office preparing for this service, I felt God put an urgency in my spirit for some people in this house that keep ignoring the symptoms and you're making excuses and you're justifying things and you don't even understand that the whole time you're trying to explain things away, there is a condition in your heart that is developing and it is incumbent upon us to keep our hearts with all diligence. not a person alive living for God who doesn't have to learn how to keep their hearts pure. I know you see this nice suit and this bow tie and these shiny shoes I'm wearing, but I'm going to tell you, I struggle just like every other human being does. And if I'm not careful, I can let my heart go unguarded. And if I let some things go long enough, they can pose a serious problem to my walk with God. And before you know it, a heart condition develops that will destroy your walk with God. Listen to me, sir. Listen to me, ma'am. God's speaking to you. You study David who had developed a heart condition that led him into catastrophic failure in his life. He finds everything falling apart, everything broken down around him. But listen to his prayer in Psalm 51. He said, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness and according to the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me uh, thoroughly uh, from my uh, iniquity uh, and cleanse me uh, from uh, my sin. Uh, this uh, is the purification process uh, of the heart. Uh, every now and then, uh, we had better be living a life uh, where we're on our knees uh, and we get before God uh, and we say, Lord, uh, I need you to cleanse my heart. Uh, I need you to wash uh, my spirit. God, I've got some things that have been building up in my thoughts. I got some things that have been building up in my emotions. I've got some things that have been building up on the inner man. And God, I need you to let the cleansing power of your spirit and your blood wash me I know we're not shouting, but this is the difference between people that live for God until Jesus comes and people that backslide and people that are on broken cycles of failure in their life. It's an issue of the heart. For I acknowledge my transgressions. Quit denying your challenges. Quit justifying the issue. You want God to wash you? Be honest with yourself. And be honest with God. My sin is ever before me. I want you to hear your pastor today because there's a scripture in the Bible that says, Some men's sins go before them to the throne unto judgment. Some men's sins follow after. You don't want your sins following you t- to the judgment throne. You don't want your sins following after you uh, to the throne of judgment. If I've got sin in my life, uh, if I've got things in my heart, uh, I want to get them before me. Uh, I want God to deal with them now. Uh, don't wait till I take my last breath. Uh, I don't want to wait till judgment day. Uh, God, my sin uh, is ever uh, before. You gotta get it out uh, of your heart uh, and get it on an altar. Uh, you gotta get it out uh, of the hiding place uh, and get it uh, on an altar. I'm preaching right now. Uh, you gotta get it out uh, of the shadows uh, and put it on an altar. Uh, You got to get it out uh, of the secret place uh, of your spirit. Uh, My sin uh, is ever before me. Against thee and thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest. Be clear when thou judgest. Behold I was shapen in iniquity. Here's his understanding. And in sin did my mother conceive me. Listen, behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part, the part of you that nobody else can see. Oh, I know you look okay tonight. I know you you were marked present on the attendance tonight. But God's concerned about the hidden things. The things nobody else. God, you desire truth on the inward parts. And in the hidden part, thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop. Listen. Listen to the language of purification. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy uh, and gladness uh, that the bones which thou hast broken uh, may rejoice. Um, Hide thy face uh, from my sins uh, and blot out uh, all of mine uh, iniquities. uh, And listen to verse number 10. Uh, Create uh, in me uh, a clean heart, uh, O God, uh, and renew uh, a right spirit uh, within me uh, hear me uh, if you're going to make it to heaven uh, you've got to learn how to pray uh, create in me uh, a clean heart God uh, renew uh, a right spirit uh, and I'm preaching to some people right now uh, you've been harboring uh, a wrong spirit uh, you've been harboring uh, some uncleanliness uh, in your heart uh, and God uh, send your pastor uh, on a Tuesday night uh, so that the word of God God, uh, could speak uh, to the hidden places uh, of your heart. Created me a clean heart, God. My heart's dirty. My heart has picked up some things along the way. There's some conversations that I've been having. And I got some things that got lodged in my heart. Oh, I'm preaching. Uh, There's some things, uh, God, that I I didn't mean to, uh, but I got got a little lax uh, in guarding my heart. uh, And there were some things uh, that I put before my eyes. uh, And God, now, uh, they're not just in front of my eyes. uh, They're stuck in my heart. God, there's some, uh, there's some situations uh, I've went through with some people, uh, and, Lord, I tried to guard uh, my heart uh, and not get offended. Uh, but truth be known, God, uh, I got some things I'm dealing with uh, that I still uh, haven't let go of, uh, and it's causing some symptoms. Uh, it's causing some problems. Uh. What you need to do uh, is get in an altar uh, and say, Create uh, in me uh, a clean... Heart, uh, oh God, and renew a right spirit. God, my spirit ain't right like it's supposed to be. I wish I had some honest people uh, on a Tuesday night uh, that you didn't care about what anybody else thought uh, in this building, uh, that your desire uh, is to be right with God, uh, that your only desire uh, is to be God. Uh, My spirit ain't right. Uh, God, I know it's not right. Uh, They keep asking me what's wrong, uh, and I keep telling them nothing. Uh, But Lord, you know. uh, You know what's going on in my heart. Uh, Lord, you know. uh, God, I keep going to the altar and going through the motions but Lord I keep the door shut but tonight God I need you to wash me tonight God I need to get beneath the flow of Calvary's cross tonight God I need you to renew a right spirit in me David's prayer was cast me not away from thy presence And take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. You want to know why some of you have lost your joy in living for God? Because you got sin issues in your heart. And you can't have the joy of your salvation without your heart being clean. Come on, somebody. You keep trying to feel joy. You keep trying to feel that thing that you know you used to have, but you're harboring things in your spirit. You got some things that are left unchecked and unsurrendered before God. If you want God to restore the joy of your salvation, you first got to pray, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit. Quit pointing your fingers at circumstances. Quit pointing your fingers at people. That's not the real issue. Those are symptoms of a heart problem. Finally, in verse 17, he says, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God. Thou will not despise. Don't talk about how much you need God to do something. And you sit in those pews. When God opens these altars for you to come. And lay before him. And present to him a broken and a contrite heart. And a broken spirit. I just feel like telling somebody. If you're going to make it to heaven, this altar had better become your best friend. Come on, lay your pride to the side uh, and embrace this altar. Uh, Lay your pride to the side and run to the place that God said on there, on the mercy seat, that's where I'll commune with you. On the mercy seat, that's where I'll talk to you. That's where I'll deal with you. Blessed are the pure in heart. The only way for you to be pure in heart, music come, is to submit yourself daily to the renewing of a right spirit. Ma'am, sir, your prayerlessness critical to your survival. Not praying in the Holy Ghost will lead you to the place of spiritual death. Your human heart cannot survive in a state of regeneration without the process of purification. Your regenerated heart has to live under the process of cleansing and regeneration every day coming before God and getting things in my heart that aren't right, right with him. Matthew 15 and 8, Jesus quotes the prophet Isaiah. And he says, These people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, and they honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. There's people in this building right now that came. You clapped your hands tonight, you lifted your hands you've even nodded amen to the preacher but it's been a long time since you sat in the presence of god and said here's my heart god wash it cleanse it god my sin is before me god i'm i'm not hiding this from you god i, I need you to help me fix this as we stand i close with this tonight The book of Hebrews, chapter 3, verse number 15. The writer said this, harden not your hearts as in the day of provocation or as in the provocation. You know what happened in the day of provocation? His word came to them. And they hardened their heart so that the word could not reach and penetrate and fix the issues of their heart. We get in a habit sometimes of coming to church. And we let our flesh control us. And God sends a word to convict us. God sends a word because he wants, to, wants our hearts to be right with him. And we harden our heart. I'm not praying tonight. I'm not repenting tonight. I'm not getting it right tonight. We're hardening our heart towards God. And I want you to listen to this tonight. Because here's the rest of the verse. Blessed are the pure in heart. For they shall be see God God I've got to see you God I've got to make it to heaven God there is nothing in my life that is worth me holding on to and not surrendering in an altar of repentance that would keep me from seeing you come on I I can't preach this uh, into you tonight Uh, somewhere there's got to be a desire uh, in your spirit uh, that says I've got to see my Jesus Uh, I've got to see uh, my God Uh, and so I can't let anything uh, get in my heart uh, that would inhibit me Uh, I can't let anything uh, be harbored in my spirit uh, that would prevent me uh, from seeing him Uh, I wonder if all over place uh, somebody would forget uh, about who's standing around you uh, and you can come to an altar uh, and fall on your face uh, and say, create in me uh, a clean heart, God. uh, Renew a right spirit. Come on, I'm preaching to some of us. Uh, You've been carrying uh, some things in your heart long enough. Uh, You've been carrying some things uh, in your heart long enough. Uh, And tonight, uh, God's trying to get your attention. Uh, God's trying to beckon to you. Uh, God's trying to call to you. Uh, Come on. Uh, Come on. This altar is your best friend. This altar is your best friend. Come on. Come on. Somebody cry out to him. Somebody lift your voice. Blessed are the pure in heart. God, I need you to purify my heart tonight. God, I need you to wash the bitterness out of my spirit tonight. Uh, God, I need you uh, to wash uh, the anger out of my heart tonight. Uh, Lord, uh, I need your blood to cleanse me uh, from the envy uh, that I've been harboring in my spirit. Uh, God, I need your blood to wash me. uh, the hatred and the malice in my spirit, God. Make come on. God, I know I'm not fooling you. God, I know I'm not deceiving you. Here's the hidden place. Here's the hidden place, God. Come on. Come on. Come on. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall be see God. Come on, I've got to see God. I've got to make it to heaven. I've got to make it to heaven. Come on. Your heart is affecting everything in your life. Your heart is affecting your job. Your heart is affecting your relationships. Your heart is affecting your worship. Your heart uh, is affecting her. Uh, your family. Your heart uh, is affecting her. Uh, your home. Come on. I know it's Tuesday night, uh, but God's speaking to us. Uh, come on, it's time to repent. Uh, come on, it's time to get it right. Uh, come on, it's time. Uh, to let the blood of Jesus uh, wash our spirit. Make me it's time to let the word again. of God uh, cleanse our heart. Uh, come on. Make me come on. Come on, let him, let, him let him purify you. Let him purify you. Let him purify you. and purify you tonight. Oh.